Hello, welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Everton versus Liverpool in the Merseyside derby. Yes, it's that time of the year again in the season um, where the two local rivals clash and come head to head for bragging rights. Um, for once, this was a Merseyside derby where uh, on paper and results-wise, it looked even for once. Um, obviously... Our record at Goodison Park isn't that great in the last 10 years. Two wins in 10 years, is, it, it's not good. It's, it, it doesn't make for much viewing. Um, and yes, we've just come back from an international break. So again, player rustiness slash lack of team cohesion would have played a factor. Um but yeah, on Everton sitting top of the Premier League, only four ga- four games in at the minute. But um, yeah, they were up against Liverpool, who usually get the upper hand on Everton in Merseyside derbies. Um, but obviously, away from home, it seems to be that it, it um, that Goodison Park is a bogey ground. And today was an opportunity, a great opportunity to right our wrongs. At Goodison Park, because we obviously we played there in June, and um, it ended nil nil. Every Premier League match so far this season has been not a nil nil, but um, let's see if that was going to happen in this game. So yeah, um, coming. So let's get into it. Let's. A lot of controversy happened. My head is still hot. We'll get into why my head is hot. Um, so the lineup for this one in goal: Adrian, left back Robertson, centre backs Van Dijk, Joe Matip, right back Trent Alexander Arnold, your midfield three: um, Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson, and your usual front three up front. On paper, great lineup. Obviously, at the time, Joe Gomez coming into a bit of a patchy form where he's not been himself. Um, and also, Thiago finally getting uh, his full his full start in the Premier League, um, and obviously he had the old COVID situation. So, <clears throat> apologies for that. He had the whole COVID situation, so he missed the Arsenal game and the Aston Villa game, as well as dealing with an international break. So. The last game he played was like nearly a month ago now. Obviously, Sadio Mane comes back in. He had COVID as well. Um, so he only missed the Aston Villa game where we where that treacherous result happened. Um, and yeah, then bothered than that, on paper, a strong team. No Kator. Um He had, I, I think he, he apparently has coronavirus. But, um, and he caught it on international duty. It's unconfirmed reports, by the way, but it's looking like confirmed reports now because he wasn't in the squad at all. So, and I'm told you usually have to isolate for 14 days or something. So, we might not see Kato until next week, Saturday, against Sheffield United. So, yeah, anyways, the game starts now. And for the first five minutes, Liverpool on top. We, we, we are certain ourselves it's looking like Jurgen Klopp instilled a team talk where he probably reminded them of what happened at Aston Villa um, 
and and let's see and to get the bounce back factor to come into play again and hopefully secure um a much needed three points against a team who has been incredible on form um got an informed striker and and have looked frightening under Ancelotti so far but yeah a nice little bit of intricate play in the first half in the first five minutes uh, the first opening play now a nice ball from I believe it was Trent Crossfield ball he tries to it looked like um he was his intention was to for this Crossfield ball to go to Mane uh, Mane realises there's a bit too much zip on the ball So he ducks underneath the ball Allows Robertson to overlap Collect the ball Sadio Mane runs off the ball um, Robertson looks up Crosses it in Ball slots to Sadio Mane Boom, top corner 1-0 Liverpool That was the start you want to see in a Merseyside derby Where um, it's looking fiery and you're on job and there's no rustiness in it and the way we were playing in that the way we were playing it was looking like um it was looking like we we got that rustiness out of us and then um about three minutes four minutes later Liverpool have a free kick situation um ball is whipped in Everton clear it second ball is whipped in again um Van Dyke looks to attack the ball Pickford comes charging out of his line he the way he tackles Van Dyke, if you haven't seen it, the images is quite disgusting and worrying. He scissor kicks Van Dyke, chops his standing leg, and he's looking away from the ball with his with his arm planted to the ground. So he's making sure he's using his low center of gravity and his arm for stability to chop Van Dyke. And it was a nasty, nasty tackle. Van Dyke falls to the ground in severe pain. You never see Van Dyke in pain. If you see Van Dyke in pain, it means something has gone wrong. Something incredibly bad has gone wrong. Um, something incredibly bad has happened to Van Dyke. This is the same Virgil Van Dyke who started every league game last season without injury problems. And now you've seen a horrific tackle from Pickford. I was expecting. A red card for Michael Oliver immediately. He doesn't do it because it was it was registered as offside. But then VAR has a look at it, and it looks like VAR had Van Dyke onside with Dominic Calvert Lewin's left heel playing Van Dyke onside. But apparently, Van Dyke's bicep was two two inches or even an inch offside, and and they draw this farcical lines VAR. The officials at Stockley Park, they decided it was offside. So I said, okay, if they if they if they if they if they can pull back um, that footage to show that Van Dyke is offside, why can't they review the tackle that Pickford just done on Van Dyke? Because that is a professional foul. That is dangerous play. Pickford should have been sent off. He should have been sent off. And it should have been a red card and a penalty. It should have been the double jeopardy rule, the double jeopardy rule to be put in place. But you don't see that happening. You don't see that happening. Um, VAR ignore that. Michael Oliver doesn't go to monitors. Van Dyke is unable to continue. And this is ten minutes into the game. He 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 was on the floor getting treatment for about five minutes. Five minutes onwards, and and Klopp realized, okay, I gotta get Joe Gomez on, uh, and Van Dyke walks off the pitch. He has to walk around the long way, um, 
to the porter cabin. His knee was badly... Well, he was able to walk, most importantly. He was able to walk. But with these ACL, MCL injuries, I'm very concerned. Van Dijk has played a lot of football this season already. And now he, 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 he suffers an injury like this. It's, it's not pleasant. And I'm worried he's going to... It's personally, and there's been no how long he's out for yet reports because obviously the game just finished. Um, but I think he's out for at least a month. And, and, and I'm worried because now you already have no Alisson. You have to deal with this clown, Adrian, in goal. We'll get into Adrian in a little bit. And now you have to deal with the loss of Virgil van Dijk, the best centre-back in the league. When he's missing, Liverpool's defence... of. Deteriorates that much more um, And now Joe Gomez has to come on He he plays He plays left-sided centre-back With Matip right-sided centre-back um, And then yeah Everton kind of Grow into the game a little bit They realise They didn't realise Okay Van Dijk's injured Let's impose ourselves on, on, on this Liverpool defence and test them, see what it's about, see what they're about. Um, and yeah, and um, about 15 minutes in, 17 minutes in, it's an Everton corner. Um, ball is whipped in. The defending, we usually defend in a zonal marking, so, but in the build up to this corner, they realised, oh, look, Van Dijk isn't here. There's no one protecting Adrian. So, their two Everton centre-backs just... They stand in front of Adrian. And Adrian's now isolated even more. And remember, Adrian's IQ is on zero. Adrian's IQ is on zero. The ball's whipped in. Michael Keane gets ahead to it. The ball is straight... It's straight at Adrian... But it's coming, it's come at a rocket speed. He kind of gets a hand to it, but his hand bends backwards. And um, it wasn't a strong enough hand. A lot, of, a lot of fans have said he should have done better to save it. Personally, I see most Premier League keepers not being able to save that one. So I can't really blame Adrian for that. Maybe the top, top, top world-class keepers... Maybe have that inch second reaction faster, and that changes the whole game. And they say and he's, and they save it. But Adrian's a second rate goalkeeper, and he's not a very good second rate goalkeeper. So I can't really fault him too much for that goal being conceded. But it's just frustrating that once again we are not able to keep a clean sheet. But that is going to be expected for the next few fixture lists. Because now we have no Alisson and you have no Van Dijk. That's two of your main spine. Two of your main spine. The two people responsible for keeping composure in your back line. Um, missing. So yeah, we had to deal with that. So other than, uh, other than that, let's talk about individually who played well in the first half. Um, Robinson done really well. He done made lots of channeling runs. Um, energetic as always. Robinson just doing Robinson things, intertwining link ups with Sadio Mane. Um, again, they had a similar chance to how they created the first goal. 
Mane opens space again, but he opens his body too wide. Ball goes just wide of goal. Um, when Gomez comes on, uh, he looks okay-ish in the first half. I feel like Everton and Liverpool were kind of going through a rusty phase after that 1-1. Um, so nothing really much happened. Thiago on the ball looks very tidy. At first, it was looking like he couldn't deal with the tempo, but then he kind of grew into the game more. Obviously, he hadn't played any football for one month. So, but as he grew into the game, he was comfortable in the half space, making balls that were splitting the lines. Um, Salah in the first half was very, very quiet. Very quiet. And any chances he had, he was shooting like a toddler. Zero shot power. Zero shot power on these balls. I think he had two instances he shot at Pickford straight at him. And then the second one with his right foot. Literally, the ball just rolls to Pickford. Um, Firmino, once again... Yes, he can make off-the-ball runs, but he didn't find himself in a position to score in, in, at all in that first half. Yes, we know what he does. I'm tired of talking about the Firmino thing but again he was doing that thing where he's doing on unnecessary flashy passes when just make the direct five yard pass to keep game ticking um henderson looks really good he looks he, he looked dominant as always he looks back to his dominant self with full match fitness um comfortable comfortable um in ball retention distributing play he looks very tidy and Fabinho, um, Fabinho in that first half, winning a lot of tackles, looking like the DM that we've known him for in the past, like last season and the year before that. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, I cannot lie to you, made a lot of misplaced passes, a lot of wasteful passes. And Trent finds himself in this position where when he picks up the ball, he makes a half turn. He looks up and he just kicks it long for the sake of kicking it long. Rather than to to build a five-yard pass and just create something from there, it was just a lot of long balls just being constantly wasted. It didn't make any sense to me. Um, and yeah, and that was pretty much the first half. That was pretty much the first half. Um, second half starts now and it's more or less... Um, the same thing where we kind of need to grow into this game a little bit more. It was looking for the first 15 minutes of the second half. Both teams were just looking a bit lacklustre in general. Um, a lot of um, aerial duels between DCL and Matip. Um, I'm trying to remember what else happened in, this, in, the, in the first period of the second half. Sadio Mane trying to grow into the game a little bit more. Um, and we were just waiting for that, for a key chance to happen. I remember Henderson had a shot, just went over the bar. He tried to catch it on the half volley, goes over. Um, and, then and then finally, um, a little bit of luck comes into play. Remember I said Salah was having a quiet, quiet game or he was shooting with minimal shot power. Finally, he finds himself in a situation where um, a ball is whipped in, I think, from Robertson. Everton cleared their lines. The ball bounces to Salah. He catches it on the half volley. Ripples past Pickford, bottom corner, 2-1 Liverpool. And now it's about game management, about preserving this lead. 
Um, and Thiago was then starting to ball even more. He started to see him split the lines like he was doing for Bayern, creating that opening. And once he gets a greater understanding of our players, I just think he's going to be a superstar because he's already world-class for Liverpool. So, um, yeah, once we got into the lead, it was just about game management from there and trying to see the ball out. And then Everton have a little bit of a half-chance a, a, a ball from James Rodriguez, crossfield ball, um, falls to Lucas Dean. Trent Laxy Daisy tries to close down Lucas Dean, but the ball is whipped in. Dominic Calvert Lewin, he should have scored this one, but it's like he took his eye off the ball completely. Um, he, he miscues it completely. Adrian, Adrian is trying to look for the ball, he finds the ball, catches it, and that was the first let off. And then there was another ball, Hammers um, Rodriguez whips in, Richarlison heads, heads it, um, hits the post, very ob- obscure angle, if that's the word for it, if I, if I butchered the word, apologies. Um, so yeah, Everton started to grow into the game. And then eventually the same ball happens again, Rodriguez passes to Lucas Dean, Trent very lazily closed down Lucas Dean, ball whipped in. Gomez should be then Gomez or Matip should be then but I'd say the onus is on the onus is on Gomez because he's playing left-sided centre-back he's playing left-sided centre-back Gomez should be on Dominic Calvert-Lewin because this is another crossfield play where DCL is very very good in the air and and it's hard to stop him Gomez finds himself in no man's land ball whipped in Robertson now has to try and cover for Gomez so now you've got Robertson trying to cover the ground that Gomez has vacated because he's not ball watching. He's not watching the movement of Dominic Calvert-Lewin. He towers, he jumps about two feet in the air. And Robertson, he's just standing. He's next to Dominic Calvert-Lewin's legs. He, he gets his head onto the ball and it bounces past Adrian. And it's suddenly 2-2. Gomez... Man, what what's going on with you, bro? Your form is getting so much worse. Getting so much worse. And now we know, and Van Dyke's gonna be injured for a while. How many more mistakes are you going to make? Because this is worrying. This is very very worrying, bro. Um, and 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 again, it's two headers, two headers. Ariel Jules, I said was going to be the main reason why Liverpool conceded goals. I tweeted that today on my account. K-O-T-E-K-K-E-R-Z-Z. Have a look. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I said in the, prior to this game, VVD and Matip will be key for winning aerial duels. In that instance, obviously Van Dijk was injured. So then the onus fell to um, Gomez, who's not very good in the air. But you could have at least positionally been in a better place to make it more difficult for Calvert-Lewin to attack this header. But it was the most open, clean header I've ever seen. And it was just, it was reminding me of 17-18, where we used to defend so farcical. And it was just ridiculous play. Um, And yeah, Gomez needs to step up, bro. Because otherwise, we might have to look to sell you. We might have to look to sell you or or, or buy a centre-back. That is is that is capable of dealing with this well, dealing with not having this patchy form all the time, and then you find yourselves in a two two situation. Um, so now the games are the balance. Jota comes on, 
for Bobby Firmino. Um, and then in the 88th minute, um, Adrian kicks the ball long. Uh, Mina fouls Sadio Mane, I believe. And then after that foul, Richarlison, 30 30 late challenge on Thiago. <clears throat> Apologies. Dirty late challenge on Thiago. Straight red card. Straight red card. Michael Oliver did not hesitate to get the red card out then. Which is interesting. He remembers now to get a red card out. After the play has been blown. But when Pickford done it to Van Dyke, He gets away with it. He gets away with it. Interesting. Interesting. So... If that, because if that Pickford tackle happened to Virgil Van Dyke in the middle of the pitch, it's a red card. It's a red card. So why is it any different? Because he's in the penalty box. This is the logic of the FA of the Premier League. So now you got Richarlison down to ten men, five minutes at a time. Can Liverpool go on and get a stoppage time winner? Let's see. Well, um, Genie comes on for Fabinho. 90th minute, Thiago finds Sadio Mane, 93rd minute, Sadio Mane on the turn, he looks up, he crosses the ball in, the ball falls to Henderson, Henderson shoots, Pickford saves it, but the ball is still spinning, it wasn't a confident hand from Pickford, then the ball bounces and goes into the bottom net, and then I'm celebrating like a madman, thinking yes, 3-2 Liverpool, get in, As you can tell, my voice is a little hoarse because I was shouting and celebrating so much because I thought, yes, Henderson got the injury time winner at Goodison. Finally, a a late stoppage time winner from Liverpool. Finally, justice because Pickford should have been sent off in the first half and Everton being dirty, being them dirty bastards that they are, laying dirty tackles and just being just the... Just lack of sportsmanship in general. VAR review it and oh my god. VAR is an absolute farce. I encourage you if you haven't looked at this game. To go and watch the replay. Go and watch the replay of this incident. Because my head is so fucking hot. Sadio Mane is onside. Sadio Mane is onside. They're saying his shirt sleeve. His shirt sleeve is offside. His shirt sleeve, his bicep. So Sadio Mane's bicep is offside by an inch. But his legs is onside is in play with the rest of Everton's back line. Make it make sense, FA. This doesn't make sense. What are you doing to VAR? What are you doing to the sport of football? This is a, this has become a farce now. It's become a farce. And this is and this is costing teams three points. We saw it with Eric Dyer and Tottenham Newcastle. We saw we saw it with Crystal Palace and Man United. And VAR just don't know what the fuck they are doing. What 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 is going on in the sport of football? They disallowed the goal. They say it's offside. Henderson and Liverpool robbed of three points at Goodison Park. A crucial three points it would have been as well. We have to now accept a draw because the FA and the Premier League are incompetent at their jobs. They are incompetent at their jobs. And if you haven't heard earlier earlier this week in the news, they are now announcing if you want to watch Premier League games, e.g. 
Chelsea Southampton, which is happening roughly round about now, you have to pay 15 quid to watch it. £15 sterling to watch 90 minutes of football. Unbelievable. How do you justify prices of £15? Football is a working class sport. It's a working class sport. And here you are demanding £15 to watch 90 minutes of football. But you're going to rob. You're going to rob um, the fans, supporters, the players of three points because you're making farcical decisions like that. How does that justify paying £15 when you are making incompetent decisions? The people you are employing are making incompetent incompetent decisions. It was disgusting. All you can do is just laugh because I went went mental. I absolutely went mental. Liverpool were robbed of three points today. Liverpool were robbed of having Everton not playing with nine men. And 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 an an amazing spectacle of a game ruined by the officials once again. So well done FA, well done Premier League. You have done amazing once again, showing how incompetent you are. What is happening to the sport of football? What is happening to the sport of football? VAR for the second season running is being incompetent. And the rules, they are just remixing and it's not making any logical sense. Where is the advantageous... Where, 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 where's the advantage for the attacker? If you're now demanding that if, you're, if your sleeve is offside by two, two inches, but your legs is onside, the most important part of your body, your legs, for the sport of football is onside with the rest of the defensive back line... How in the hell can you rule that offside? That is just disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And we were robbed of three points today, which is a shame. And now we have to now deal with um, the news of Van Dyke's injury because now we now know he, he, he ACL, MCL injury like that, you're looking at at least a month, a month to six weeks, at least. I'd be surprised if Van Dyke. Is uh, he won't be fit for the Ajax game, but he'll, but there's no way he'll be fit for next week Saturday. No way. I rule that out. Uh, Pickford should have at least a free match ban on his head. And isn't that ironic that he fumbled that decision? He fumbled the save from Henderson, and and made it and should have made it three two. But the officials robbed us the three points. So that's football. This is the this is the football they want to lead now. And they want to charge you 15 quid to go and watch nonsense decisions like that. Well done, FA. Well done, FA. Well done, Premier League. You are taking football in the entire... The direction it's going in is frightening. It's looking like football is only going to be an elite sport only. It's, it's vacating the working class root sports where working class people can go and watch their local team play. But now you want to charge people who can't access um, games to the ground because of COVID 15 quid. It's a disgrace. Nobody's going to pay for that. And when the pay-per-view revenue numbers come up, they're going to come up short. And then the Premier League are going to wonder, Chee, why, 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 why are they not paying £15? Because you are out of touch with the fans. Your officials are out of touch with the rules of football. And the people at the top have to reform. And it's just frustrating. It's so frustrating. The game of football is finished. 
I don't know what direction we're going in now. Um, man of the match, boy, I'd give it to, I'd give it to Fabinho because he looks consistent. He he won so many tackles. I'd have given it to Henderson if that winner was allowed because he had a boss game as well. But um, yeah, that's that's it. And um, we now move on to Ajax on Wednesday. We now have to deal. We now have to pray Gomez and Matip can stay fit up until the next international break in November. I highly doubt it. Um, I would not be surprised if at any one point we are playing for being your centre back because of the Van Dyke injury. Um, and yeah, what a Merseyside derby! As a neutral, you would have enjoyed that because there's drama. But as a fan of Liverpool Football Club, I am absolutely fuming. I'm absolutely fuming. We should have come away with three points, but the officials decide to do that to us. So, so yeah, let me save my voice. And thank you guys for listening to LFC Reactions. Um, tune in on Wednesday where I review where I review the Ajax versus Liverpool. Where Liverpool are off to Amsterdam. And we start off our Champions League campaign. So, yeah. Boy, <laughs> It, it it it's it, I don't know what to feel right now, honestly. It's gonna take some time to get over this. So yeah. Let me cut off there. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, subscribe to LFC Reactions. Um support your boy. And yeah, and that's it really. Thank you.